Hey everybody and welcome to You'll Probably Agree. Today I have Annie Banks on from Giant Freaking Robot and a Chuckload of Comics. We talk about Wizard World, the newest con I went to. I went to C2E2 every other year, but this is the first year I went to a con that was during COVID and it's pretty different. As always, I want to thank Galway Bay located at 500 West Diversity Parkway in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, they are the bar in the background for my show. They are the bar that I cannot wait to go back to when I feel comfortable for doing uh, live uh, recordings there. Um, they're, they're just all around like uh, they've survived this pandemic. They've done a lot and it's a little dive bar, but it's a lot of fun. Anyways, that's my little plug for them because I would be a jerk if I didn't plug them. Anyways, I'm going to start the episode now. Hey everyone, welcome to You'll Probably Agree. Today I have from, what, a chuckload of comics, giant freaking robot. Am I missing anything? I think you got it. That was me. Yeah, that's all right. Uh, I got uh, Eddie Banks on uh, on the phone here and uh, on the phone. This is how this is how old I am. I, I reference everything. We're on the phone right now. That's yeah. exactly what we are. We're watching movies on our fucking telephone. It's a, such a sadness that you think you've seen a film on your fucking telephone. We're here to talk about, I haven't been to a con, I think in like forever. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long, it's been, okay. Well, the last one in Chicago for us would, audio would be uh, March, 2020. So it's been like a year and a half, almost two years now since we've been to a con. Yeah, I think that's sorry. I was doing it. Yeah, it's been almost two years. Last con I went to was in uh, not Wizard World. It was C2E2 in Chicago in 2019. And like what I went to that, it was totally oh. different. Yeah, it, it was like it was just like, yeah, your, no, 20. I think it was one of the biggest shows that Repop reported in Chicago. Um, I think it was like 90,000 people. I remember just being not able to move through the lobby when, after you got through the checkpoint and you were automatically just like shoulder to shoulder with everyone. And you couldn't move. You stood there for the entire day. It was crazy. Yeah, no, that was the funniest thing. It's like it was shoulder to shoulder. There, you know, it was a lot of like panels and excitement. Mm -hmm. And I went to Wizard oh, World yeah. this year, and overall, I did have fun. I felt like this was something I needed for like my mental health in a weird way, and like it was great. But at the same time, it was really, really small. Like you could definitely tell, like COVID just slammed the world, and now we're you know <laughs> in this weird spot. It's weird that you see that because Wizard World, I've been going to these things for like 10 years now, and Wizard World is usually really busy. It's very lively, especially in the lobby, um, where they had, for the longest time, they had Kato Kalin, of all people, as the MC, and he would just like jump off the stage and get up in your face, and they had contests going on, they had different like activities going on in the lobby, so even if you buy, didn't buy a ticket to go to the show floor, you were still a part of it, and they this year... It was empty. It was a ghost town. There was nobody. I remember some poor dance troupe was like, we're performing in the lobby and nobody's there. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, you should have gone two years ago. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it was, 
the, anyone who was like working at those check-in back or booths and then the security it was yeah. other than that there was nobody there yeah real quick i'm gonna switch rooms because my internet is like glitching like crazy like we were saying yeah the hallways were just completely empty like yeah. i i felt like and the thing was i kind of expected it but with the year without, and I say this in the uh, video coming out, like actually if I even have some of the footage on here, which I could pull up in a second, like it, it was, yeah, like, right. If I switch to this right here, like this is kind of what they look oh like. God. Yeah, that was, it, it's bizarre to see that, you know, and half these people moving around out here, they're, it's that, you know, they're leaving the show. You know, usually there's a line behind that, entrance to get in and it's wrapped around the floor or people are coming and going out of Starbucks every five minutes and there was none of that yeah and the thing was like after a year of just kind of like being stuck inside or being told hey if you go anywhere you're going to die right it's weird that not not a lot of people said oh now you know it's safer for us to go out and not die or not have that fear for the most part, with some exceptions, but it was underwhelming that that's how the response was taken. Yeah, um, I, yeah, it's um, the thing was like I felt like, well, thank God I'm just somewhere where I can be around other people and I can dress up, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, it was also a bit like, wow, this is like, should they be having this right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know. No, but you're exactly right. Yeah. You know, they, at the same time, the marketing around me, that was very poor. It was word of mouth or through like a Facebook group. And that yeah. was it. You I know? didn't even know it existed. Yeah, I, Exactly. You know, if you don't know that it existed, you wouldn't know that it would be happening. Yeah. Um, and they really limited themselves because usually both of those halls are rapidly, you open those up as well. And there's more going on or you have multiple events at the convention center that kind of overlap and there was none of that either yeah the, yeah because when i went into the main hallway i was just thinking like you know should there be more stuff going on but i gotta say just like some of the shit i saw there was pretty interesting like i saw someone i don't know like what were some of the craziest things you saw there i think the nuttiest one i saw might have been like people getting tattoos in public oh yeah yeah I, I would you, okay would you personally want to get a tattoo in a place like that no not well at least if they screw up there's plenty of witnesses you know you're right though you're right i you know people getting tattoos at things like that it's it's fun yeah but at the same time you're like god well i was like wow. i was feeling self-conscious about it like should i be filming them like this and i'm like you know what if they're, they're doing this in public it, you know yeah I feel, that's yeah those have always been so bizarre to me uh people just wanting to get a tattoo on the floor and you're like all right they just go all day to these poor I, the same artists they just go all day and i'm like how often do you do this yeah yeah um I, it's probably because partially maybe they have nothing better to do with their time and also the other part is i think um they just want to express themselves in some way like these concerts that, that's the thing i liked about it. i didn't go for yeah. years because i was worried it would turn me into like you know the fat comic book guy from the simpsons which we saw plenty of we mm. saw many of those guys yes 
Yes. Uh, yeah, we saw plenty of that. And then uh, I, I mean, the funniest thing was the first con I went to two years ago, I looked like that guy. Wow. And then after I went to them, I stopped looking like him. Yeah. You got to witness something that you don't want to be. Yeah. You, that wake up. <laughs> you, you do it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a guy like in a war movie who was like yeah. i just want to yeah. be in the shit and then they get there and they're like and he's in the trenches <sighs> and he's like writing home every five seconds like wanting to get out of there he's the guy in fucking private ryan holding his guts screaming mama mama yeah that's who that that's who that guy is like yeah you're a hard ass now dude what were you doing there exactly because i knew like you were working there but i didn't quite get it until i saw you and yeah. i'm like oh shit i better not bother her she's <laughs> thinking money i don't want to get in, i don't want to get in the way of the hustle you know no 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 i actually a good friend of mine owns wolfgar prop and weapon and what they are they're uh screen accurate fabrication company so they'll do props weapons and other um tidbits from television shows movies books etc um they also replicate actual weapons so we'll sell like movie weapons tv weapons book weapons game weapons and you could get like a replica of an ak-47 or something which is really scary but um I saw they, guys don't, like they, don't fire, they don't fire i saw so many people i'm like hey should we put these guys on a watch list they've been here for like three hours now you know and they're walking around with our guns i'm like oh you want to buy that and I'm like, no just hang it out i'm like okay i saw like a guy handing like an ak if i could find the shot like an AK-47 to like, uh, there were so many people handing like guns to little kids. There. Yeah, there were a lot of, but yeah, there was a yeah. lot of children around. Um, mm. A lot of them did end up buying guns, which I was surprised about, but not too surprised considering the demographic. Um, but yeah, I was with them. So they are fairly local. They're in West Lafayette, Indiana. Um, they've been doing this for maybe like 10, 15 years. Really cool. I've been following them since I started going to shows and uh, since I got to know the owner, his wife and his team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, you see a lot of that. You get used to that. You know, the first day, Friday morning, it was really jarring. Cause I'm like, these kids are handling guns. Like they're pros. <laughs> and then by Sunday, I'm like, yeah, take the rocket launcher. You know, here you go. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun working with those guys. Those are, they're masters of their craft. I just did some stand-in marketing for them. Okay. And then I was behind, um, behind the scenes for the creative stage, which yeah. was basically an alternative to the panel, live panels that were going on. So we interviewed talent and then we had other um, expeditions going on. So our, we would, our exhibitions, we'd have some of the featured cosplay guests come do like makeup for an hour or... Um, a game show. We had Dan, former DC Comics editor Dan DiDio sit in with us, and he hosted a DC show. Yeah, he hosted a DC comic show, which was a lot of fun. Um, stuff like that, you know, and it was me running back and forth all weekend trying to make sales and then make sure that things were running smoothly. And then from there and there, we were, I was also associated with the photo booth. So I would do basic intern stuff for them, coffee runs, <laughs> editing show, editing, <laughs> a lot of coffee runs, um, yeah. a lot of editing of live photos so we could get them out and have them published in real time for people, um, recruiting people to come by and come get their pictures taken. But oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I was looking at my watch all weekend. I'm like, oh my god, I have like five hundred thousand steps. Why don't I just keel over right here? Hey, by the way, you want to buy something? You know? Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of that, but it was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, really speak, speaking of 5,000 steps, man, uh, when, it, when it came for me getting to the parking lot to the actual event, Good luck. <laughs> God damn, yeah. I've never been more yeah. confused, not to use the Lord's name, but whatever, I'm not religious, uh, but uh, <laughs> there we go. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you can get that. Well, what's that thing they have that makes like the clinging sound and like dust yes, comes yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> churches are fucking creepy, dude. Yeah, church is weird. <laughs> yeah, churches are creepy. I'm like, it's are they gonna like sacrifice someone on the cross here when I go here? They're just they gonna be did. like, and then they just like bring some kid up and you know. That happens only at Easter. Yeah, but I, I felt like I felt like now I know what Jesus felt like when he had to walk across the desert. <laughs> oh what I was going through that parking lot with. Yeah. I think you saw me the first day. I had that huge case. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you had like 300 pounds of stuff on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you looked good for you for enduring that because that's again, that's not a short walk. It's, it's, I'm used it's to a it. cool venue when you think about it because of how conveniently placed it is, but it's also a nightmare to get there, especially if you're not paying for parking or validating parking every day. Uh, you're walking over from the theater parking lot as the crow's flies, like a 10 to 15 minute walk, Yeah, depending <laughs> on where you park. Yeah, I'm wondering how I'm going to survive. Well, if I when I do C2E2, I'm definitely, because I remember after the first day, I texted the uh, person who helps me do the videos at the world famous laugh factory. And, uh, and the, I'm like, do you have a car? Uh, I'll give you a hundred bucks to help out today. And he's like, no, sorry, I don't have a car. You know, so, oh, sounds, and it is, so I'm like, well, whatever. I'm, I'll just go handheld, you know? Yeah. But well, I mean, I, this year I have, I'll be staying on site for C2. So if you, I, I'll talk to the people I'm staying with, if you need to drop your equipment. I think they got a room for that. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was one thing. Like when I went to Wizard, it was fun, but like some of the management, like nobody knew what was going on except for like one person I talked to. And like, I didn't even know where the after party was the first day. And eventually like, I just kind of snuck into the hotel when the doors were locked. And then they just like told me where it was. Oh, that's wow. how I got, yeah. I, <laughs> that's and that's I another got. thing. How we were talking about earlier, how there was poor marketing around the actual event. Yeah. Like, if I wouldn't have talked to Nightmage about his after party, I would have no clue what that was. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, a couple other folks were like, are you going to the after party? And typically that just means, hey, are you going to go sit in the Hyatt lobby? I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. They're like, no, like the after party, after party. And I'm like, okay, tell me more right now, you know? And um, I heard it was okay. I heard it was fun for what it was worth. It was like popping by the time I left. Okay. But there was like nobody I knew there. And I was like trying to make conversation and like nobody wanted to really talk, which was weird. Maybe it's yeah, just me. Weird. But uh, yeah, they just saw, they'll talk to like, you know, uh, thirst trap dishes. Uh, but yeah, it was like, I don't know, like there were like people dancing on the main floor. They had like nightmare before Christmas decorations and stuff. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool Again, i heard it was a good time i heard that they um definitely tried to get people involved and tried to make it nice i think is this like the first year that they were doing it i think so i mean it was weird because like you had to buy 20 bucks to get in mm-hmm. and right. it would only get you like two drink tickets because apparently that was for like all drinks not just booze but like 
everything that you wanted to drink. Because I had a friend go and his wife didn't drink. So she got like a pop or something, like a ginger ale, and they costed her a drink ticket. Yeah, that's too bad. I get my drinks here for free. There you go. Mm. Mm. You got to enjoy that seltzer. I only drink it because it's 100 calories. That's, are we being sponsored by White Claw today? <laughs> I, I funniest thing is the White Claw. I knew I was like, man, if I drink it, I don't want to drink it. I kept calling it White Boy Claw, and then eventually I got it. It kind of is. It, it's yeah. exactly what it is. It's, it's for like you know, it's like for white college males. It's like the alternative to Natty Light. Yeah, it's like if it's 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 it doesn't taste anyways. We're going off on a white claw. We are, yeah. Okay, so the after party, the after party was there, it was a thing. Um, I think it's again kind of odd that they tried to introduce that during their last year. Um such little planning around it because that Saturday night there were two things going on. There was the actual contest, the costume contest, which you were at as Mm -hmm. well, and then at the uh, after party. And the folks I was working for, they were running, they were the judges on the costume contest. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So the, the gentleman a... who was the Doctor Strange, that was the guy I was with. Yeah, no, I remember I was speaking with him a while and we were actually talking shit about the Astros when the uh, baseball game was on mm-hmm. in the bar mm-hmm. in the corner. And these two, uh, which I never thought at a Comic-Con convention, I would be talking about baseball. you're talking sports, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of yeah. all fucking things. But no, yeah. I mean, oh yeah. So here was a cosplay competition. It was pretty, yeah. But like, of all the costumes, did you have like a favorite one? I really liked the Wonder Woman that we're looking at right now. I think that she was just really well done. Yeah, right there. Um, and then the my buddy was actually in the Boba Fett. Was so... he Mando season two Boba or Glam Boba? Uh, Mando season two Boba. Oh yeah, Glam that was Boba, like I've been invi- I admired them all weekend. They were what an intricate. I want to know if they did that by hand. I, I the glam one. She said it took the her glam- a year to Jeez. put it. To- yeah, she said that on wow. stage. Like it took her a year to like put it together. I'm like, Jesus, that's Christ. amazing. It that is- showed. Yeah, that is incredible. I got to kind of get a look at it up close as she was filing out, and the work behind it is immaculate. Uh, some of my favorite footage I got was like actually people getting instructed backstage to it mm-hmm. because like if you just like look at this like it's just funny it's like it's yeah. like a classroom but <laughs> like everyone yeah. just has to pay attention while they're dressed up in like these bizarre looking clothes and it, it's that's the nice thing about these things like you you can go to like a con i think they're called cons right i feel weird calling them cons because i yeah, feel like someone's gonna get ripped off or something you no, know I, like yeah. i'm thinking of like american you hustle know, or some shit you know <laughs> but whenever i go to these cons like it, it's funny like people can dress up as these things and you don't think anything about it like i felt weird not dressing up which is the thing i'm just like i guess i should dress up like mario now because like if i go in here because i think we had one photographer who was in a corner and she was like in a bunny outfit mm-hmm. and yeah no she was she was uh who was bugs bunny's girl the lola bunny yeah 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 yeah, yeah. She, I, I've seen her over the years and apparently like that, it's not like a furry thing, 
but like the the anthropomorphic bodysuit there's a community here in chicago that is that like a fetish or something like people are in animals i've never (laughs) talked you know what i there are some things that are best left unknown and undiscovered if it's not for me it's not for me but it does it for someone um but yeah the very they are despite how they may appear and how um peculiar they may look they are a fantastic photographer Mm. they're very talented it's amazing. I was actually amazed by the job she was doing because she literally had like a whole crate, kind oh, of like my bag of stuff. And I'm yeah, just like, oh yeah, fuck, I should have bought a crate when I saw her. You know, <laughs> it's like that's like, what I yeah. needed. It's so fun to watch those photographers really get into it, and um, you know, the amount of timing and precision it takes. Because I had two of my coworkers, now friends, were working the other photography booth. And one of them was behind the camera and the other one was either like flipping capes or spraying smoke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like you have to time it. And I stepped in, I had a buddy of mine, he did the black suit Superman. And I was like, I looked at the guy because I knew the the photographer and I was like, hey, do you want me to grab his cape? Can I jump in there and grab his cape? Like, I'm super excited. I'm like, I want to go grab his cape and flip it. And then he's like, yeah, go do it. So <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, I'm like, okay, stay here. Here we go. And you flip it up and I just book it. I like, I just run. And then he'd be like, okay, we got the shot. You know, and we do that maybe like 10 more times. And yeah, it's a lot of fun to see how the process works with the lighting and how things are timed and how meticulous and everything is intentional. Oh yeah. The uh, awesome. girl who does the uh, motion graphics, the logo you see. Uh, yeah, got it. yeah right here like she she like the work she does as a photographer is just stunning mm-hmm. you know like oh, i yeah. just look at my footage i'm like this looks terrible and then and i look at her stuff i'm like that's amazing of course let's do color correctors whatever but <laughs> i remember um just seeing her shoot because she does the photos at the uh, laugh factory and like mm-hmm. every show it's just yeah, I got. I I want to get a still camera, and because yeah. well, still still camera, it's so much easier to do that than the video stuff, unless you're carrying. Because these guys had like fucking C stands around. Oh yeah, and I it don't know how you carry how a C. You're gonna be, you know. Yeah. You know, I've seen people do take like the little point and shoots, like the itty bitty little cannons where you just click, you know, yeah. and you're like, okay, that was fast, you know, and you look back at your photos and like half of them are washed out by fluorescent lighting or you know you mm-hmm. only get half of my face or something like that and then i have see people who are carrying like hollywood greed like half the size of them lens 13 lenses stacked up on top of each other um and they just go and they do this and they walk around these shows and expos and conventions or whatever and i'll just shoot wow and even the most candid shots are like you look at these and you go oh my god are you sure that wasn't staged mm-hmm. um but yeah, really cool stuff to see come from that. Oh yeah, you need money to get that stuff. Like I wanted to get like a cage, so then like the camera would be totally still the whole time. That's a, yeah, there you go. But man, that's a thousand dollars. But for a good one, uh, so you make do with what you have. But it's funny, the last C two E, the C last C two E two, the last con video I did at C two E two, I just shot mm-hmm. with this thing, and oh, this wow. and this right. wasn't yeah. even the dual; it just had one, and it. It looked great. You know, it's yeah. funny. Whatever you film on these days, you get the, you, you, it looks professional no matter what. Like, uh, there's a great quote from Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, it was from Hearts of, I don't know if you've ever seen Hearts of Darkness, but 
It's the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. He says this whole thing about, you know, one day there's going to be a little girl and she's going to make a movie with her like grandfather's video camera. And then the art of film will forever be destroyed, which I didn't exactly agree with the second part of that statement. But the first part I agree with everyone can make a movie with their camera, except now exactly. the amount about, of yeah. Yeah, content, like it's saturated. But amongst the saturation, we have some incredible works of art we could never get without this access to technology. You know what I mean? Being able to be present and in the moment and capture such a niche experience Mm -hmm. instead of being, oh, this is a cell phone. I can't do anything with this. You know what I mean? It's about being able to understand how to work with what you have instead of just disregarding it because your camera isn't as good as someone else's or you don't have a body cage or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's really about the tools that you, it's about how you use the tools rather than the actual tools that you have, Yeah, yeah. which I felt kind of dumb at one point. Cause I think I approached you. I looked out at my arm of the camera, like you see this camera, <laughs> like I wasn't trying to be like, look at the, <laughs> no, it was literally because like, my fucking arm I, was I killing me. I had those, those godforsaken contacts. I was like oh. trying to like see through those. I was like, yeah, that's a camera. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's because my fucking arm was dying, man. Why not? Like, you could, I mean, I you could have set it down, but I, I, I what I wanted to do was ask if I could slide my shit underneath one of the tables, but then it's like I didn't want to put that on you guys in case some yeah. shit got stolen. Yeah, that know. was my first time meeting half of those folks. Yeah, um, I was like, hey guys, I met you twelve hours ago. By the way. Yeah. You have someone who wants to leave his stuff here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you gotta, you know, and a lot of those folks that I was working with, a lot of them are veterans to this. We had a couple of team members that were brand new. This was their first con ever. Yeah. Um, so I think it was a lot of trying to ease them in and make sure that they were doing okay. Yeah. Before, you know, because I every day I had like a small backpack with me, and that was it. Yeah. You know, I had maybe my, my phone, my charger, a few energy drinks my wallet and I didn't have it on me for half the time because I would just be, you know, I didn't have pockets half the time, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was, we'd have people just come, throw their stuff down, take stuff, go. Um, and then the person that we were connected with, who was another small vendor, she, that other side of the table where people were checking out, that was all her stuff too. So I was like, at what point am I like, causing a problem by walking through trying to access my stuff you know no yeah that's why i ended up taking that huge bag and taking it all the way back to my car and at that point i was just sweat i was like i was like if you've ever i was like uh robert pattinson in good times right like, could you help me oh god bless you thank you <laughs> i'm surprised they didn't have one of those wizard world guys slap along with you they need something to do Dude, I I think I know, right? I could have hired. I I I'd give them. Could have like slapped a twenty into the palm of their hand, and they go right with you. You know what? I should have done that. I should have done some fucking mafia shit with them, and just like <laughs> slept. It been like, hey, buy buy your wife something nice, you know, and then. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. But um. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, navigating that was it's a lot smaller than C two E two. I know I said that it earlier, is. but like you really yeah. don't get into because the showroom floor at C two E two. You Huge. can't you can't go through the whole thing in one day, like you it's impossible. Can if you really try, but you know if you're gonna really take your time and slow down and look at every single thing mm-hmm. at every single table, it does. It requires the three days, four days. I wasn't I know Wizard World was formerly Thursday to Sunday, and they cut back, 
and they ran the show later on Friday from four to nine, which was interesting because at seven thirty, everyone just kind of packed up and went home. Yeah. No, and, and thank God for your texts, or I had have no idea what the hell to do oh, because yeah. I went on the website and like. I couldn't really find the schedule. And then you just like sent me the whole thing. And I literally just put it in my notes on my phone. So I'm like, okay. This the is schedule, I mean, yeah. the, the poor website doesn't, it can't, it doesn't hold itself up. But uh, yeah, you know, the, the floor is tiny. This is yeah. the smallest I've ever seen it been. And even like, cause I would, you know, walk and try to take breaks as often as I could, just cause I, you know, I had to get away and I had to like check things out. I wanted to. I had friends that were exhibiting as well. And I was like, I got to see these people. I got to say, hey, I got to catch up with them. It's been almost two years. And on that Friday, I did a lap and I saw everything that I needed to see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I literally would film I, I, I saw everything that I needed to see, you know, because they had the tattoo guys going on Friday night. And then they had the Ghostbusters, the, the Ghostbuster van. Um, yeah, then they had awesome, a couple man. other, like the haunted house table. But other than that, it was, I told this to a friend. And I was like, geez, because she texted me. She's like, I didn't end up going. How was it? I was like, I felt like I was at like a collector's convention. Yeah. I felt like this was something for those who wanted to get rid of all of their long boxes <laughs> or those who wanted something very specific. Mm-hmm. You know, it was very um, based for those who were looking to, you know, this is the least amount of cosplay that I've seen at Wizard World ever. Yeah. Ever. And it was still a lot. There was still like more than I could film. You oh know, yeah, but it heavy. I mean, it was. I remember at one point there was like there was like Telemundo there or something like that. And there was yeah, like, what? Yeah, you saw that too. Like there was. I, I did. Yeah, I thought it was hallucinating. Him. I thought it was. Okay, do I have my like, shot of him? Telemundo. Yeah, like there was just like a guy in a like speaking Spanish into a microphone, just yeah, going down the stage know. with like a guy with a camera following him, and I'm like, well, I guess. This is, I guess, ABC's not coming, you know? Yeah, the van parked outside, yeah. Yeah, usually WGN And some poor news anchor is going to be super uncomfortable in like 10 minutes. Dude, I should bring Pat Tomasulo to C2E2. He just fucking roast everybody. I think he would just like keel over. He would. He, I mean, having worked with him, I, 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 he's a good guy, but like, he doesn't know shit about this stuff. He is a sports guy. I, it it yeah. is definitely a culture shock. You know, going off of that, yeah. like this, it's a culture shock because if you are an outsider, as we once were, you don't know what to expect. Yeah. Um, you don't know what you're getting yourself into based, you know, other than stereotypes or people sharing their own stories. Yeah. People think they see this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're lucky. Um, but no, it's a lot of, it's really different that, cause I thought my first year I went to wizard, I brought my sister with me and she knows, I love her to death. She's wonderful, but she knows nothing about this. And she mm. went because that was the year that Colby Smolders was there. Mm. And Who's she's that? a big How I Met Your Mother fan. Oh, so she wanted to go see, yeah, she wanted, not, <laughs> not even the shield. She wanted to go see um, Robin from How I Met Your Mother. I was like, I got a deal for you, dude. I got you. You know, so we went there. <laughs> like we spent there for an hour. We went to the Colby Smolders panel and we came back. She's like, okay, can we go? she's like yeah i'm ready to go we ended up staying for the entirety of the day but she's like okay like i've seen enough now speaking of panels did you see the william shatner panel when he came back from space 
No, literally, I did not. I kind of, did he? He literally came back from space. That's crazy. That's yeah. so insane to me. When they were um, saying came back from space online, I'm like, yeah, okay. And then they're like, from, yeah, William right. Shatner speaks out in his return from space. I'm like, what the? Are you serious? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he came back because it was like a seven minute flight or whatever. Yeah. That got him from out, like right outside of the atmosphere back into Earth's whatever layer that is. And I, I kept up with it because I was curious. I'm like, is Shatner really going to come? Yeah. Is he really going to be, you know, or is it going to be one of those things where it's like, hey, I just got back from space. You know, I need to hang out. Yeah, flight delay. Flight delay. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I know, didn't he do, he was at C2 in 2020, yeah? Um, I don't know. I wasn't there until 2020. I remember 2020 C2E2. That's fascinating you brought that up. That was like literally like a week before COVID like yeah, officially yeah. hit. And I wasn't I afraid remember. to go there. This is Which was sound funny because I was in a bar and I was. No, I, that's what I was going to say. It's going to sound before. awful because I was. <laughs> yeah, my mouth was in someone else's mouth that day. And then I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to get COVID. You know? Yeah, yeah we, we and I live similar lives. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I remember like all we were told, we were having a bunch of drinks and we were drink, toasting. We're like, yeah. to Corona, it's never going to get us. And uh, were you drinking Corona? I was drinking too. Corona. <laughs> Which I give them credit for not changing the name of their beer because you might as well call it fucking pandemic beer at this point. And I like like two weeks later, I was like, "Uh, this is awful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is we really did jinx ourselves on this one. We mocked it too soon. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I I think a lot of I'm lucky. I'm very knock on wood, you know, that I uh, am healthy. Yeah. especially even coming off of that where I didn't ex- usually you know you do these things like three or four days your voice is gone you're tired whatever but I had people who did at the, have coronavirus and at the time they didn't realize that it was COVID oh, they were like ah, I'm just sick I have a flu I don't feel too well you know it was before we could test we had the rapid testing it was before that they we- smell yeah <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were like, yeah, I kind of too, you know, maybe I burnt my tongue or whatever. I can't taste anything. I was like, oh, that's weird. That's, Run. that's bizarre. You know? <laughs> and, you know, like two to three weeks later, they're like, yeah, so I had Corona. Just fucking jump out the window. I see yeah, it. right. It's like Homer Simpson going down the, the pipe in the, the, the factory. He's like, wow, see you later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which kind of, I was surprised that Wizard World was so lenient about their guidelines. <laughs> Well, like, what can it, you it do? Was like it was like they wanted people to get sick and then have a lawsuit against them the thing is like what can you do like with a public setting with people like what I mean, are you gonna like personally kick their ass if they take their mask off you know? i would i really thought about Dude, it if it would give I me really if it would give it. me an excuse to just kick someone's ass and yeah, just oh, yeah. start boxing again like i did in high school Straight up. oh god yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I like, like people would walk up to me you know because i was trying to sell them stuff and you have to be their best friend for five to 10 minutes. Yeah. You have to be super invested in their life. You have to care. You know what I mean? And like, I had these older folks come up to me, younger folks, older folks, and we'd be nose to nose. And I had my mask on and they did not. I was like, oh, 
Okay. You know, but like, I can't be like, Hey, I can't sell you anything until you cover your face. Cause you're driving away a potential sale. Yeah. Um, Don't spit do on the weapons. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Not sure, but we have signs. We should have gotten signs that were like, do not cough on the weapons. Do not spit on the weapons. Yeah. Do the not- worst person to ever talk to during COVID without a mask would probably have to be Al Pacino. Cause like he just nothing but saliva comes out of there. Gross. Yeah. But I do know that other shows are um, requiring negative tests, full mm-hmm. masks, and vaccination records if, for those who are unvaccinated, um, which is kind of ridiculous that people aren't unvaccinated or are unvaccinated. You know, um, you are contributing to why this is still happening. That being said, I, I, you know, I think that the bark was stronger than the bite from Wizard because they're like, yeah, we're, you know, we're having all these requirements. Things will be checked. Um, we will sure. be removing people X, Y, Z. And I was like, when is it going to happen? When Who's your security? Where's the security? Yeah. Like, when, when is the excitement going to start? One of my, because I spent the last year bartending and we'd have to ask people to leave oh, all the time. Yeah. And I, it was, it was fun for me. You know, it was a little power trip there. Um, because you're like, I get to, you know, not, I get to, like, if you were super drunk and people are doing that, I'm like, I get to cut you off without cutting you off, you know, and it goes down way easier, but with this, you know, I was even a lot of my the friends that I was with or the people that I were with this weekend, they were super good about just making sure that everyone was comfortable with being addressed without masks. You know, if we had an issue, you could pawn them off to someone else or, you know, direct them to something and then walk away and someone else would step in. So it was nice to have other people have other people's backs. Yeah. Um, it was, again, it was very disappointing to see that they like even the prep and the staff, half of the staff was just not feeling it. And I was like, ooh, okay. Mm. Um, all right. You know, this is how it's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was weird. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it was it was weird going. It was to that. weird seeing people's face, like your full face. It was weird seeing people in person. Yeah, that too. Like, I was used to seeing you in a low-quality camera. I'm like, oh, you exist. Yeah. (laughs) I I am back in a low-quality camera. Yeah. But uh, This is more normal to me than seeing people in person. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it was weird because, like, you know, I'm seeing people that I haven't seen in two years. Yeah. year and a half. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know you're real you're here and that's that was definitely the best part of it all <laughs> is being able to tangibly have those experiences yeah. um and i know that that's something that people have been looking forward to for a long time um people are still looking forward to i have friends across the country that usually come to wizard who came to wizard this year because like i have to see people i don't care about the show i want to see people you know People come for a day, come for an hour, come for the whole weekend, would come for the week. And is this the, is this, this is the last year you're having Wizard World or is changing names, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the name change? I'll probably ask you in the chat later because I'll. Yeah. So recently it was announced that Fan Expo would be purchasing Wizard World's remaining properties. So basically they're still going to be Wizard World, but under Fan Expo. So Fan Expo currently has. Uh, now after they accumulated wizard world it's going to be 17 shows between the united states and canada wow but yeah they are international um they're like san diego level hey get that money get that money (laughs) so i was talking to a couple staff members um through press and media and they're staying with the company so 
it's it's a buyout, but they're transitioning all of their staff into Fan Expo, which is confirmed for July 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think so hopefully by July. then, hopefully by then we won't need masks. Yeah. Know? We wouldn't that have needed means, it earlier. Yeah, People would just fucking yeah, put us in their arm. Yeah. <laughs> we we were supposed to be there now, but here we are. Um, yeah. Yeah. No fan expo. They usually do pretty big events. They're very guest centric, yeah. so they. Bringing the people who want to do like kind of like Ace did, where they're doing uh, all photo ops with like these huge names, autograph ops with these huge names, and then you do like the fan base panels. Yeah, because I didn't go a lot of panels because I was like, you know, there's not a lot of big names outside of William Shatner. Yeah, and I'm not really a Star Trek guy. Like I respect it, you know. I, wish I respect I Star it. Trek. Yeah. I don't, you know, it, it's a matter of respecting William Shatner. Yeah, well, yeah. he didn't show up to Leonard's funeral. I bet mean, but yeah, no, at the same I, time, he did go to space. So I kind of respect him for that. He did go to space. I got to give him that one. He did go to space. Some of the stuff he said in that interview, it's like he might be a little more, I don't want to use the term woke, but maybe a little more conscious, maybe. Okay, yeah. Not uh, of everything around him. You right. Because he was talking right. to I mean, the guys. Yeah. How 90s. Old is he? Yeah. Oh, he's got. He's in his nineties. Yeah, that's yeah, that's wisdom. 90s. That breeds yeah. wisdom. You know, yeah. whenever someone's old, I automatically forgive them for everything. You know, yeah. so <laughs> I'm like, you're old now. You're okay. You got, you got the old pass. We're gonna give you the old pass. The old pass. There we go. Yeah, I probably. Well, thank God I look young. Uh, but <laughs> uh, but having said that, are you going to C2E2 this year? I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. I will definitely be at C2E2. Um. I plan on doing some media stuff for hopefully you and then yeah. for Water Comics. Yeah. So that will be exciting. I'm super excited. I can't believe it's two months away. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it that, works out well. Wow. That's it. You know what? Optimism is key here. Um, you know, I think that if they, they're already taking a lot of precautions on how they want to handle the show. Um, I think that I have enough faith in Read Pop where they're going to be able to keep things enjoyable, but also yeah. under, they don't, they run tight ship with purpose. They know mm-hmm. what they're about. They have their reputation. Um, C2 is one of my favorite shows. I think one of the best weekends of my life was at C2 2019, um, which back to back with Star Wars Celebration. So I went back two weeks later. I was like, I'm back. Like, I just showed up, but I got a text from a friend and he's like, do you want to go to you know, we were just here. Do you want to go back? I'm like, yeah, let's go. So I did that back to back. And um, I, that was because of the draw and because of the size, I get to see a lot more people that I see once, twice a year. And it's fun to just celebrate community of being brought together through nerd stuff and pop culture and media and not looking like ourselves for three days on end. It's a lot of fun. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I'm I'm excited to uh, see what it's like. I'm excited to see if you know. I'm wondering how occupied the halls will be, and uh, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Like I'm kind of documenting all this, a to get an excuse. I think you know that would be interesting from your standpoint as someone who's documenting it. You know get a different perception as to someone who maybe is doing this for the first time or has been going for the last 20 years and is like, oh, wow, you know, I've done Wizard in this for 20 years and I get to see the change of how these things progress and adapt. Um, 
it is cool. I, I think that with having Hayden Christensen and John Cena on the guest list. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, I really need to message, uh, you know, who now? Uh, hey, yeah. No, yeah. 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 Um, as headliners, I fingers crossed. I'm hoping for Kenobi. I want to see Ewan McGregor show up. I want to see him too, man. I would love to see him, but you know, I I'd think like, Hey, train spotting. Yeah. Naked scene. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to corner Hayden Christensen and be like, I loved you in Little Italy 2018, dude. And he's going to be like, what the fuck? I just say like shattered glass or something. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, remember when you played a fucking coward and showered, uh, shattered showered glass? Hi, my question is for Hayden Christensen. Why did you play a coward in showered glass? In showered glass. Shattered glass. <laughs> yeah, it's now showered glass. No, I mean, Why did you play a coward? Take your time. I'll wait for my answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, so I think with those two being on the guest list um, so far, and with a handful of weeks between now and then for them to be like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Hey, this is what what's going down. And here's what to expect. Yeah. Um, and I think being able to reflect on things like Wizard World happening now, and learning from that feedback of how they ran their shows, what people wanted to see, what people didn't get to see, what people didn't get to do, etc., um, taking those pros and cons away from their direct competitor and implementing it into their own business model. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sh- it should be it should be. Uh, I, I'm I gotta stop saying it should be interesting. But <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like I don't know what else to say other than yeah. well, hopefully we don't know. And that's that's fire. the fun part about it, you know, because it's definitely gonna be different. And um, I think that that expectation should be. Um not as high but yeah. open-minded I think exactly able, that's how i came into this privilege to yeah. go back it's an absolute privilege to go back and it should be treated as such and pe- again with everything that repop is doing if people don't want to go because of what they're doing and how they're running their show they shouldn't be there in the first place yeah well that's what i think it's like if you're going to complain about management problems when we're in the middle right. of a pandemic right like dude See, go join the, the karens mm. wizard world's always had very iffy management yeah um and again jerry milani from press if you're watching this i love you oh <laughs> you've been so it's, good it's, it's done you've now. been it's so over. good to us for all of these years you really are saying our, our press uh, credentials are getting torn up by him at this very moment yeah like he's, he's blacklisting us yeah, exactly. Just but um, you know, I think that he and other members that are sticking with Wizard World and transitioning towards um exploring options with working with Fan Expo, that's gonna be exciting because they're bringing that background knowledge in. And if Fan Expo ever does make the mood move, make the move to like bring kind of do what Disney's done with all these studios, Ooh. where they kind of conglomerize their convention circuit. Where they take in San Diego, take in WonderCon, take in Emerald City, take in New York, and take in C2. That would be amazing. That would be something I'd like to see. Every time I hear Emerald City, I should think about the Wizard of Oz. I'm thinking about the Wizard of Oz right now. I'm actually, I was thinking about another Oz that involves oh? prison rape. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought you were going to say Dr. Oz, but go No, on. <laughs> I was thinking of my, the reason I swear so much is because like, I grew up on Oz as a kid. So gotcha. my dad would watch it in front of me. He'd sing the song like dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. So now I think of Emerald City, but that's a that's an interesting they should have that as a cosplay. 
That would be fun. That would be cool. What would the cosplay be for Oz? Just come in naked and have another guy come behind you? <laughs> that happens on the regular. You just have to go to any one of these shows. And That's true. Go. Everyone's like half naked, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, an, I should have, I should have gone as, as something. Well, wait, I have my you green have man time, suit. You have time to think about it. I have my green man suit. I could do that, but I got to wear, I got to wear. You've got time to think about yeah. it. <laughs> but anyways, where can we uh, find you? Cause I think we've exhausted everything we could possibly say about yeah. this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you want to keep up with me and what I'm doing, you can find me at giant freaking robot and you can find me at Chuck order comics. And then formerly I was on kicking the seat with you. Yep. I'm sure I'll be in and out of your podcasts in the near future. Yeah. But as of now, it's I'm just doing a lot of writing. There you go. There we go. Well, thank you so much for coming on. For All of uh, your socials will be in the description below. <laughs> yeah, Don't be I'll lazy. Be Click on like... description. Okay, folks, it's not that hard. It's, oh, look at that. They go there. Anyways, and now I'm insulting my audience, uh, but that's okay. I'm good at this. Uh, so thanks for coming on. And folks, uh, hopefully I'll see you guys later at C2E2. I'm sure I will. And uh, we'll see what this ever-evolving strange world of COVID cons are like. Anyways, folks, we will see you later.